new year is upon us, and with it comes a brand new series. The sixth, in fact, as Matt and I are back to bring you more inspirational stories from our awesome online running community. This series is set to be bigger than ever. 14 weeks of amazing guests. But that's not all, is it, Rob? Absolutely not, my friend. The usual nonsense from us and our band of merry misfits returns, whether people like it or not. <laughs> and most importantly, though, in 2022, we're supporting two amazing causes. We're fundraising for Run For Your Mind, as well as our incredible friend Joe, who's recovering from breast cancer. Check out our website for more info on how you can help us support them. And as always, we are looking to grow our fart like family, our amazing community of friends. Uh, we have meetups, races, challenges and so much more planned in 2022. If it sounds good and you'd like to be part of the gang, you can find all the info on our social medias, our website or through our dedicated newsletter. Seek us out. You are very, very welcome. Uh, have I missed anything? Uh, no, mate. I think we're ready to get started. Hit the music! Hit, hit, that, it's, that's my line. Yeah, but you've said it for like two series in a row. It's my turn. No, no, come on, you get it, me. So I think it's down to me. It's only fair. Hit the music! For God's sake, Matt! Just hit the music. Are you alone, groupie? And are you enjoy your run? Back to take it easy, you're sure enough, like a gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So welcome to the world that fights like run community. If you're 17, Waiting for me, or... Oh, I'm sorry, mate. I thought you were the host now. <laughs> well, welcome back. Good to hear your voice finally again, Rob. Oh, is it? Is it now, you sarcastic little prick? <laughs> I wonder why you why were waiting for so long after recording. Mm, <laughs> There's yeah. that awkward silence at the start now, isn't there? You're leaving yeah. that, aren't you? I am, absolutely. <laughs> that awkward silence. That's, that, that's mine and your relationship now, you little turncoat. <laughs> Bless you. I do apologise. No, you don't. No, you don't. I'd rather enjoyed being on that side of the uh, of the mic, to be honest with you. You shone in the limelight, you and Ben, doing a great job. You willing accomplice. Uh, (laughs) It's like you almost don't need me, isn't it, mate? Oh, I always need you. All right, good comeback. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Series 6, Episode 8 of the What The Fartlet podcast. Uh, I'm Rob, in case you've forgotten, I've been gone so long. (laughs) And I'm... Your new favourite host, Matthew. You know, no, let's, no. Let's, let's not go too far. Um, uh, We've got another packed show. I'm, I'm From the interaction we've had on the old social media, this is going to be a popular one based on our guest, Matthew. I'm very excited. Welcome if you're brand new to the show. If you've not listened to us before and you've come along because you're a, a fan of Kelly, which I'm sure a lot of people are, um, you're very welcome. That last minute and a half probably made absolutely no sense to you. Um, So sorry. Um, hope we've not put you off in the first 90 seconds. Uh, but Matt, why don't you tell everybody what is on the What the Fartlet podcast this week? Yeah, obviously, as usual nonsense, talking about how our weeks in running have been. Uh, we've got the awesome chat with Kelly Rook, a.k.a. Kelly's on the run. Uh, can't wait for that one. Part Run Cup uh, roundup with Ben. Uh, been a bit of a wet one last week. We'll get into that, I'm sure. Uh, a horrible way to talk about Ben. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't mind me calling him a wet one. but uh... <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, is that the bond you guys have got now after last week? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Disgusting. 
<laughs> uh, Statman John and Jack answer some more of your running questions. Uh, special roll calls this week, asking you guys to shout out someone special who's inspired you uh, in 2022 so far, and then the usual thank yous at the end. Oh, thank you. Ooh, thank uh, you. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> oh, you turned me on. I got a bit of a semi on there, mate. Um, right, let's move on. That was incredibly crude of me. Uh, yeah, we've got a packed show, a very exciting show. Um, it's been a great series so far, Matt. I've been digging it. Uh, tell mm-hmm. me about how your week's been to get started, my brother, seeing as I've not spoken ages. Oh, yes. I'm, do you know, I, I should be... Knee deep in mouth, I said balls deep in mouth, we've already done crude already. Knee deep in, uh, in marathon tree. To, 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 be fair, to be fair, your balls are about the height of normal people's knees, so. No, wait. Yeah, because you're tiny. So your balls, like your yeah, waist, yeah, oh, people's, yeah. do you get it? Yeah, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't laugh, it was funny. Yeah, because I was waiting for the tumbleweed to go past. Because you're a tiny man. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Yeah, uh, like I said, I should be knees deep in, in marathon training. Um, I plan to go out and run with uh, my favourite of the two Hitchmos. It's not uh, it's that hard. Based on the last three minutes, you can see why she'd be the favourite of the two Hitchmos. Yes, it? yes. Oh, and before we go on, uh, congratulations for your anniversary at the weekend. Thank you, sir. Yep, six yeah. years, going strong. She's not figured well me out yet. Well done, Sammy. Awesome. You deserve that medal. <laughs> uh, she's, not, she's not quite cotton on how much better she can do, but yeah. <laughs> long may it continue. Uh, yeah, so I planned to do 12 miles with Sammy uh, over the weekend, and um, <laughs> it was absolutely dreadful. Um, the the fact that the wind and the rain was still bad, and uh, yeah, we got seven miles in, and the wind was pushing us back, and the rain was coming down like it were in Pendle all them weeks ago. Um, <laughs> oh, what, what did you do in Pendle, mate? I don't like to say, but I ran an ultra marathon in Pendle. Uh, you're, so, you're, so, you're so humble. How many miles? Sorry, you got it out. But four, 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 was that four, forty-five? Yeah. You said yeah, yeah. forty-five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so moving on. Moving on. Uh, yeah. yeah, we we decided to cut it short. We were bloody wetter than an otter's pocket. I think. Wetter than an word. otter's pocket. My favourite <laughs> of all the wet sayings. Yeah. Uh, so we decided to call it a day. Uh, come back to ours, and we had a quick brew. And Sammy went on our on way. And uh, obviously, with, with my training, uh, my injury from Pendle, from everyone's been like getting on at me and, and saying to to go to a physio or whatever. And you know what? It's just yeah, it's just not the right time, money wise and stuff. It's just yeah, it's not it's not <laughs> it's hard to do. People say go and do this, go and do that. But if if you if you're struggling and times are a bit hard this month, it's it's February and it's, it's winter. You're putting loads of money on electric bills that's going up yeah it's just 30 quid you can do without out at the minute so yeah other than that it's been an all right week the, the run was all right the niggle was all right so yeah it's not been too bad mate How about yours? yeah fine thanks for thanks for sharing that mate it's, it's not easy talking about money is it but it's a tough oh. time of year it's a tough place to be in at the minute in the mm. maybe veering off from the old running topic for a while although it does link in nicely given the hobby that we all started undertaking because we were under the illusion it was free uh mm-hmm. it absolutely is not free but no you're right. right there's you know we've got new um new national insurance rates are coming in from next month cost of living mm-hmm. skyrocketing inflation's going up bank of england base rates going up it's getting expensive man and plus it's just been christmas yep. it's expensive and 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 you, you you're in a bit of a difficult situation aren't you because you're kind of thinking to yourself the sensible thing to do would be to go and see a physio if i'm a little bit injured then i probably shouldn't be running on something if I'm not feeling very well, if I'm not feeling yeah. 
uh, like 100%, because what if I'm aggravating an injury? But if the cash in there, mate, and, and you're right, I agree yeah. with you. Money, money is better spent elsewhere. If I've got to spare 30 quid, given how hard it is at the minute at times, then I'd rather spend it on the kids. I'd rather spend it on bills. I'd rather spend it on living. Um, yeah. It's a tough one. I think other people will be feeling that way as well, mate. So fair play to you for bringing it up, because, you know, sometimes you see, and again, it comes down to that, the darker side of social media, doesn't it? And that comparison, because yeah. you see people buying the newest shoes. You see people, yes. um, I've been to the physio again this week. You see people doing it a certain way and you might think to yourself, hmm, well, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do yeah. that. It's, it's, it's yeah. a fair one, isn't it? It's tough. It's tough, man. It is, yeah. I think, I think what's made it worse is it's, it's, I've got like three, three teenage kids to feed as well and Two of them birthdays were this month as well, which has not helped matters and stuff like that. So yeah, maybe maybe it's just a, just this month until until next month and stuff. It's sometimes it does get tough and you have to set them things aside or have to miss out on doing other things um, to, to benefit your kids and to to, to provide, provide for them. So uh, yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. running and all things running has to go by for the wayside sometimes, and that's all right. You move it on is. and just and carry on and try try to keep moving forward. It is. It is all right. It is all right. Um, you've got to get past the FOMO yes. as much as it'll be there. There'll always be another race. There'll always be another pair of trainers. There'll always be another medal at the end of it. And uh, and we're all just muddling through. And yeah. And and, and you know what? Pro- probably a, a reflection of the importance of doing something like the Parkrun Cup. And I know it's not directly comparable because, you know, you're a little bit hurt and you probably need to go and see yeah. someone before you start banging out 16 mile runs preparing for this marathon. So I'm not saying this is a solution to your problems. I, I wouldn't allude um, to, to be so judgmental. You know, everyone's situation is different. But, you know, th- there is this kind of um, uh, uh, onus and importance, I guess, responsibility from our perspective that, you know, throughout lockdown and beyond, we prided ourselves on being able to provide a safe space where anybody can be included and anybody can be involved. And, and, uh, and maybe we need to do a bit more of that. Maybe we need to think more about what can we put on in terms of challenges and the part run cups amazing that ben and emma yes. are doing how can we build on that more uh, and make sure that money's not an object because one thing that yeah. i'm self-reflecting on based on what you're saying is we make all these massive plans as a community don't we we're going to go alton towers we're going to go and have a weekend in july where we get everyone up to play football and then we have a night out we're going to um, go to manchester marathon and have a weekend away that might not be doable for everybody so if anybody is feeling a little bit isolated, a little bit unincluded, unincluded. That's not, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. A little bit excluded. There you go, Rob. That's the English language. Well done. I'd have helped you out there, but uh, I didn't have a clue. Yeah, you're like unincluded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big word, Rob. Like it. Three syllables. Um, four syllables. Um, so yeah, I, I just just apologies for on, on my part. I would say if. If anything, if you've ever felt excluded from what we're doing from a financial perspective, um, I'm going to put more of a focus moving forward on, yes, yes, the races will be there and the opportunities for meetups will be there, but let's try and make them cost effective. Let's try and do stuff. Uh, let's try and get around the country where we can and meet people in their own backyard if, if money is an issue. Uh, we want everyone to be part of our family and part of our community. Let's do stuff on, let, let's keep doing the virtual stuff that we that we, that we we did in lockdown. Um, uh, we, we can learn and we can build from that. So, yeah, thanks for bringing that yeah. up, mate. That's no, what no, 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 yeah, another thing that that can help I mean, we've spoke about the Alton Towers thing and how they're doing the half marathon or 5k or whatever it is or however much it is 
you mentioned to me that what a good thing that run through are doing the, the volunteering roles where you can volunteer uh, and you can get a free race place at another race which is a good good incentive for people i think that that could probably help me out this month if i want to book a race next month i can go and volunteer maybe or do stuff like that which i think helps yeah brilliant brilliant idea matt and, and again it, it depends on whether there's a race close by but yeah. i think it's a great incentive by run through and it's not just run through that do it you will see it at, at various different events pendle way which i don't know if you know but matt yeah. ran it but they were looking for volunteers <laughs> and, and they were saying that they'd offer a place at a future race event people tend to be quite generous we talk about run through because we've got such a great working relationship with matt and mm. the team um, but, you know, they, they offer two race places and you get a bit of swag from the website as well for going along. And it is so much fun volunteering. Um, if you are in the north, uh, I am emceeing at the moment uh, Alton Marathon on the 6th of March. Um, I'm going to be at uh, in the start of uh, June. I'm going to be in Widness, uh, Widness, Widness. the Jubilee 10K over the Queen's Jubilee weekend. I'm going to be at the Lady Bower uh, Ultra Marathon. Matt's coming to that with oh, me as well. Yeah, I think um, he's going to be there, isn't he? I'm doing a, a Tatton Park run at the start of the... Uh, a, a Chase the Sun event at the start of August. I think it's the 3rd or the 4th. And I'm also doing Leeds Running Festival at the end of August. So if you want to tighten, we're coming and seeing me. Busy, busy, busy. I'm emceeing um, all those events. So if you want to maybe, if it feels a bit daunting, a bit overwhelming, going and doing something from, I know we're tangenting off everywhere here, aren't we, Matt? But mm. if it does feel a bit daunting or overwhelming going on your own, go to one of those races. The portal to sign up is really easy. We'll stick it in the bio, run through a great and uh, get yourself signed up, do a bit of volunteering, really rewarding. Um, come to one that I'm at. Let's hang out afterwards, grab a cup of coffee. Um, and, and yeah, that, that might be a way to, to maybe ease the burden from, from race from race uh, uh, costs, uh, whether that's coming to Alton Towers or, or anywhere else that suits you and your race schedule. But big shout out to Run Through, love them lots. And uh, and yeah, thanks for sharing that, Matt. Um, no, I think we'll, 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 we'll put a big focus moving forward on on the importance of making sure that everybody feels included regardless of, uh, of budget or financial situation. Nice one. Love it. Uh, love it, loving it, loving it, loving it, loving it like this. Uh, you did ask before I went off on a tangent. I how, did. My, how my week's been. Uh, so thank you for doing that. Um, it's been fine, thank you. Um, I think still probably am I suffering from not having a goal or a target at the moment? Maybe. But if you reframe it, there's no stress or pressure. Um, I'm keeping it dead simple at the minute, if I'm honest, mate. I'm trying to get out once a week for a run in, in the week. I'm trying to do a strength and conditioning session once a week in the week. And I'm trying to do a run on the weekend, whether that's as much as a park run as little as a park run or whether that's as much as the nine mile run I did with my friend Sarah on Sunday, which is a lovely chatty run. It doesn't matter the distance, it doesn't matter the miles. It's just getting out for those occasions. And then anything yeah. above and beyond that is a bonus for me. Maybe that's not ideal. Am, am I building a, a solid base? Probably not. Am I going to be kicking on to suddenly get into race mode and be smashing out PBs? Definitely not. But at the minute, I think to your point, you know, it's not just the financial side of things. Life takes over. The kids are demanding. Yes. We're in the middle of a house move that I'm losing all my hair over. Work's stressful. So for me, it works at the minute. It, I'm getting out with people. I'm enjoying running with people. There's not too much pressure. I'm getting to do the MCing. I'm getting to do the podcast. I'm getting to um, spend time with my family, time with my friends. It works. Lovely. But yeah, so there's nothing really to report. Yeah, nine miles with Sarah. 
uh, couple uh, running the week in a strength and conditioning. I've not been out this week yet, to be honest. And it's... my plan was to go out for a run tonight after this, but I've just realised I'm three quarters of the way down my beer, so uh, that's probably not a good idea, is it? So maybe that'll move into Wednesday. It sounds like you've got a lot more structure than I've got at the minute, anyway. So well, well done, proud of you, mate. Thanks, mate. Um, and yes, and, and that's it. So probably a nice segue then. We've talked about the importance of making sure that stuff is inclusive, that budget, regardless, people can get involved in the Fartlek family. And probably our best example of that is the Park Run Cup that Ben and Emma have worked tirelessly to put together. Um, they're doing amazing. We're coming to the end of round two. Um, and our Park Run segment is back, Matt. So should we go and have a chat with the glorious power couple, Park Run power couple. There's a bit of alliteration for you. Ooh, that is Ben at Park, Park Run Power Per. Ooh. Look at that. Mm. Uh, and should we find out where they've been at Parkrun this week? But also, more importantly, how round two of the Parkrun Cup's getting on. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Uh, ben and Emma, can you still hear me? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Matthew Taylor, not that you're going to contribute. Can you still hear me? See. Si. Uh, well, this is actually going out on the podcast. So, Ben and Emma, how are we doing? <laughs> what? Have we started? <laughs> yeah, yeah we've, we've absolutely started. I'm getting you back for last week. How are we doing? <laughs> I'm laughing at Matt's uh, oh, you, Matt, please be bad well for the whole episode. <laughs> Mr. Faulty, Mr. Faulty. You've got to do. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. It's a low-key, strong comparison. Matt gives off major Manuel vibes. He does. <laughs> yes, Mr. Faulty. Mr. Faulty. I love it. I love it. Well, all right, Manuel, are you all right in the background? See, si, see. Si. Good, good luck. Uh, ben and Emma, how are we doing this week? You all right? Yeah, I'm good. That's just totally thrown me, but I'm good, thanks. <laughs> what a good thanks. way to start. Um, loads and loads to talk about this week, haven't we? Uh, obviously, we want to know all about the part run stuff. Um, a little bit of a compromise this week we alluded to in the previous segment, Matt and I, because, uh, of course, the weather has been horrendous. And we've also got so much part run cup stuff to talk about. So let's get straight into it. Let's talk about your part run adventures this weekend. Mine were cancelled. Uh, Matt's were never happening because he doesn't like getting up early. Um, how, where did you go to? Where, what did you get up to? How was it? Tell me all about it, friends. Okie dokie. So, first of all, uh, good to have you back, Rob, after last week's uh, missing. See, 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 see. Um, right, anyway, moving on. So, last week I hinted that we would be heading to a park run to surprise uh, at least one park run cup entrant in their, while they were putting their effort in. Now, obviously, weather was a factor, um, so that didn't happen. I'll get onto that a bit more in a bit. So we changed our plans um, and we looked at the weather forecast and where the weather was coming from or what time it was coming. And I chose, I picked an area where there were a whole bunch of park runs in one area so that if we were travelling to a certain one and that got cancelled, we had options. Mm. Um, so we ended up... Yeah, yeah, I like to think I'm sensible sometimes. Um, so we chose, we've got quite a few down in Nottingham that we haven't done. Um, and there's also a few in Derby that were close by, etc. So we picked the furthest one away, which was the one we ended up actually going to because it was still on. And that was Rushcliffe Park Run. Um, never, never heard of it. Tell me all about it, Ben and Emma. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd never heard of it either but it was literally the furthest south one on the thing. And we thought if we head for that one, gets cancelled, the other's you know, closer. You We've got back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There we go. So, uh, um, Emma, why don't you tell them about it? 
Uh, so Ben fancied a flat one as well, a flattish one, I think. Um, so this one is two laps around a lake in a country park. Um, it's pretty much flat, a little bit of up and down. Um, ben likes to go to the first timers briefing. Now, I never see the point in hearing about the route because I just think I'm never going to be in first. I'll be all right. I'm not going to get lost. And the guy who explained the route made it sound so complicated. And I don't understand how he managed to make it sound so complicated when it was just two laps. Around a- <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did Ben fall out with another run director? Is that where this story's going? No. Oh, okay, good. Good. It's good. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. I was on the verge. I was on the verge. <laughs> <laughs> of course we will. <laughs> Sorry, Emma, didn't mean to interrupt. That's fine. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so it's a nice one. It's a nice flat one, possibly fast one. Uh, compact gravel, two laps. You're mainly just running round uh, clockwise. Like she said, there's a couple of little ups, there's a couple of downs. Um, and yeah, I mean it's it's lovely. It was bitterly cold, so it was it was tough on the old chest. There were there weren't many marshals around it, which uh, uh, as we've tried to explain, it was a pretty easy one to follow. But I think there were only two marshals around the whole mile and a half loop, um, and there were times when you got to a bit of a path, and luckily there were people in front of us, so we knew where we were going. But uh, yeah, great park run, nice uh, nice one to visit. Um, no ac- purpose. What's accessibility like? Is it Easy to get to off the M1. Easy, yeah. Well, you come off at 26, or if you're coming from the north. If you're coming from the south, you'd come off at 23. Uh, It's about 10, 15 minutes off the M1. Mm. Um, Parking is, there's a car park, massive car park, pounds park, or like we read up, you can just park on the road outside and that's free. Mm. Uh, so we just parked on the roads. Um, there is a little coffee and uh, cake stand in there, um, but we weren't in the mood for hanging about because of said weather forecast and the fact that it said there might be some snow over lunchtime back home. So we thought we need to get back. Um, but yeah, very busy, very very busy. I think there were a few three hundred people there. Wow, that's a lot to say. There are only two marshals out on the course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I think a couple of the other local ones were cancelled, so that probably boosted right. a yeah. bit. Um, but yeah, uh, biggest disappointment: no bloody purple sign. You, oh. I was I was about to say <laughs> what? Pre- I'm, I'm, Manuel, Manuel, pipe down. Um, I was about to say the pressing question: Donde está la purple sign, Manuel? <laughs> I'm almost mortified by it. I'm I I, I I've thought about. Uh, typing out a strongly worded email <laughs> about this. This this event had been running over 400 times. Right. That's 400 events. How have they not got a purple sign? It's just unacceptable. They didn't even have a park run flag at the start. Is, is, is but, it that the purple sign wasn't out because of the weather? Could it have just been like in storage or something? No, no. I looked at the, uh, the basket which they carry all the park run stuff in. Yeah. That was at the start, and there was no purple sign in it, folded oh. up or anything. Oh my God. There was no purple sign whatsoever. Um, I did just, they, have, I, a, did they I, have a square frame on it that you could have a picture with, or was that not there either? No, I didn't no. see one of those. Nothing. Oh, Absolutely nothing. Start sign, um, as start you do, sign, finish yeah. sign, standard. But, by the time, but because the start and finish were in different places, we didn't, we could have taken, who, who knows? I, I was just 
confused and baffled and a little bit annoyed and uh, it's it's still bothering you isn't it mate <laughs> I, can, I can hear the pain in your voice i don't mind i don't mind park runs that are maybe within the first 10 events and they're new and they're waiting for the sign there's no bloody purple what is going i'll tell you what, do you want to mock up a picture for you that says it's got the purple yeah, sign in oh yeah Every week you can do that for the ones that haven't got purple signs. But we went to the first timers briefing because I almost thought about because I couldn't see it while I was doing my walk. <laughs> Has anyone got any questions? Excuse me. <laughs> so when I went over to the runner, I thought if we get to the briefing, I can ask him there. But when he started talking and I realised that he was missing a few brain cells, I thought battle if I ask him. So I just I just bit my tongue and I got on with it and I thought. Never again. Glad I'm not coming here again. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly, you've been like, oh, it's quite nice, Rush Clifford. This is that is a lovely part run. And now a damning indictment. Never again. <laughs> Never. Never. You purple signless bastards. Even if they get a sign, I'm not going back. <laughs> <laughs> you had your chance. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Made it totally worth it, and you know when you're out running, and I oh. just, I just could not wait to get to the finish to see yeah. Ben to tell him, <laughs> because I was just starting the second lap, I think, and this guy came running past me, juggling. Yes, He's tell, tell running. me about the juggler. You messaged me on the way home to tell you about the juggler. Just, just run, came, you know, prancing past me, juggling, and ran off into the distance. And you know, and you think. Am I hallucinating or did that? <laughs> so I had to turn to the guy running next to me who I didn't know and just go, Does that guy just juggling? <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> not only juggling, but just lapped me and, well, not lapped me. Lapped you whilst, passed you whilst juggling. Um, did, did the guy sort of have any, that you were running with, have any idea? Is he a regular juggler? <laughs> well, that guy, that, the guy seemed to be a regular at that park run and he was baffled. Absolutely. Right by the juggling yeah. i'd like i'd like to think and i think we said this privately em as well i'd like to think that it was some kind of challenge it was some kind of yeah. like charity event where i'm gonna do 10 park runs in a row in 10 weeks where i juggle around at every single one of them because if that's just a thing that you do like oh yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna go juggle around park run for no reason then Two. there is it is oh. questionable isn't it it's questionable, yeah. I think we can't really talk about what we actually said. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not, not, not without getting some kind of censored label on the show. Um, if, unless, I've got, if you, I mean, if you are the juggler, I'm really sorry. I'm sure you're a nice guy, but uh, and you're listening to the show, but it is a bit weird, mate. I doubt <laughs> it. We only get about 20 listeners. Um, Regu- regular jugglers. Yeah. Um, so, to 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 summarise, it was it's a nice part run. It is worth going to do, but. If you're after a purple sign, don't bother. Um, and then, <laughs> or, or get Matt to edit you on afterwards. Oh yeah, exactly. But so going back to the start of the segment where I was saying the reason we had to swap park runs. Now originally, like I said, I, we had a race in Wrexham on Sunday, um, and on Friday morning they cancelled it. Now had they not have cancelled it, and we'd have been going over to Wrexham, we were actually going to go to. Widnes Park Run. Um, Widnes! I was waiting for that, waiting for that. So we were going to go to Widnes and we were going to surprise Andy and Claire and Nadine and Rob. Um, But 
like I say, we checked the weather forecast. That side of the country looked abysmal. It proved to be the case looking at uh, their stories and seeing Andy's videos. It was absolutely tipped it down, whereas we had it nice and dry. We're not fair weather runners, but we didn't want to risk going over the top of the no. 62. Or... No, uh, horrible drive in that weather. Horrible drive. We're worried about it getting cancelled. We thought if we drive out that way and then it gets cancelled, yeah. that is going to have been a long journey to not do part run. Yeah. Uh, and can, can I also say um, secretly I was happy that you didn't go? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Because because it would be it would it really was because you told obviously Ben privately told me that this was the plan um, just before we recorded last week. And um, uh, yeah, and I genuinely I, I did not want you to go to witness without me. That's actually the reason that we didn't go. It's nothing to do with the weather or, or safety. Or just, yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, you just you, you're really backpedaling after last week going rogue, aren't you? Um, you know, you, you know what it is. It's like, you know, because I'm from I'm from somewhere dead shit and nobody ever goes there with good reason. It's dead shit. But if my friends are going to go there and I'm not there, I'm, I'm, I'm just not for it. So hopefully, hopefully get to go back in April. Bottom lip came out, your eyes started watering. I was like, toys, oh. toys came firmly out the pram. We can't, um, we can't yeah. do this. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So I mean, oh, we were, we were looking forward to it all week, going and surprising them four and uh, running the park run with them. And I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I was really quite gutted on Friday when we uh, got the message to say the race was cancelled and uh, we didn't get a chance to go over. So we'll just have to do it to somebody else in round three. But Anyway, before I get on to round three and current results and that, one thing that we did chat and discuss, and because of our parkrun adventure at the weekend, others had the same issue, weather, travelling. We know about the storms. Eunice was here. Franklin was coming, etc. So I had a couple of people who messaged me to say, oh, I don't know if I'm going to get my effort in this month now because the, the weather's going to affect my parkrun. It's not going to be on. Um, what do I do? So, this is breaking news. This is a public service announcement. There you go, mate. Uh, thank you, thank you. Um, and it was with careful consideration and a bit of planning, we have decided that for round two, which we are currently in, three weekends have passed. The final week should be this Saturday. But due to cancellations and disruptions at the weekend gone, I am extending round two by one week. Good, 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 good shout, Mr. Adjudicator. Definitely the right decision, I Thank think. You. Thank you. So we are now moving into the first Saturday in March is the final chance to put your effort in for round two. So anyone that missed out on the weekend and that ties me over nicely to the results. Um, looking at it, there there is a whole batch of people that didn't go to a park run this weekend who haven't already put an effort in yet. So whether they were all saving it for this coming weekend, who knows? But now they can still go out this weekend and do it or they can wait until the weekend after. Yeah. Um, there were there were some people did get to their park runs this week, and I think I think the biggest battle that we have to no offense to anybody else everybody's was a great battle but the story behind Byron and Glenn oh brilliant wonderful isn't it uh, I, I, mean, I, I just I just felt a Rocky montage coming on 
Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. The, the stage was set. They were all going to Littlehampton. Jack was there. Neil Pacey was there as well. It was Glenn versus Byron. Now, Glenn had already been out the week before and set a 27-second PB. So this put a, pr- a lot of pressure on Byron straight out, straight off the bat. He'd run a 19, so he needed to get 18.32 or mm-hmm. under and hope that Glenn didn't get a PB. But what did Mr. Senior Glenfold do? The better Penfold is how we like better, to refer to him. Absolutely. Yeah. The better absolutely. Penfold. He went and ran himself another PB. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he did amazing, didn't he? And they look, and the conditions weren't great down on the south that, coast, were they? There would definitely have been quite a bit of wind on the south coast. Um, and he's he ran a PB in the first round, an all-time part run PB. Last weekend was was a better PB, and this weekend he's gone and put another nine seconds on it. Amazing. So he's now down to twenty-two thirteen, which meant that Byron had to run thirty-six seconds faster. But unfortunately, he didn't. Mm. He ran 10 seconds faster. He got an 18.50, so he got himself a PB. Amazing work, Byron. Yeah, absolutely. It goes to show that the competition is really pushing people on. Um, And he admitted defeat there. He was like, all right, I'm not going to get a chance next weekend, yada, yada, yada. But will the extension change that? Will he think about having another go? Maybe it's not going to be windy in two weeks' time. Maybe he'll get a better chance. He paid for breakfast, but will Mr. Glenfold be buying him breakfast back if he goes on to beat him? It's a very Who exciting knows? development, isn't it? Absolutely. So that could all change. And the same goes for Nadine and Rob. Rob Corns up in Widness, which we would have witnessed if we'd have been there. In Widness. Uh, Widness. Um, they, they both ran PBs. On Saturday, Amazing. I mean, it was it was it was good. Like, don't be wrong. Like, I know um, the sorry to interrupt, but I know the Glennon um, and Byron thing was great, and we had Jack kind of feeding us what was happening. And they're both big on social media. They're both active on social media, aren't they? And they had Jack kind of feeding in, and Neil Pacey as well. So we yeah. we saw a lot about that that side of things, and it was incredible and awesome. But the the meetup at Witness was so oh. fulfilling. And, I, and I, I'm sure you've got this on your notes to say, Ben, so I don't want to steal your thunder, but like the the, the four of them that met up all, I mean, I know Rob and Claire know each other but uh, from before, but the fact that they came together for this event because they know each other through this podcast mm-hmm. um, and they all had such a good time and they were all so happy coming out the back of it, endorphins flowing, made some new pals, uh, it just... It warmed the cockles of my little heart, I've got to say. And and I think particularly for you, Ben, and you, Emma, that should be really, really gratifying and solidifying all those hours' work you've put in. Those guys had such a great morning and, and were so positive and complimentary about what the part run cup had given to them it should really make it worth it because um, it's because of you guys. So a big thank you again from us. But it was so fulfilling to see. Yeah, it's been lovely. We've been tagged in a lot of posts on Instagram um, and it's great seeing all these people getting PBs out of it. Um, there's even people saying that even though they've got knocked out of the cup, um, they're still going to have another crack at it. Or um, like, look at Andy Bradley. I mean, he ran another Amazing. 20 this week. Amazing. Like he's been trying to crack that for how long? And this week he, he ran, what, five seconds off his PB? Mm-hmm. Absolutely Amazing. 
Yeah, yeah. It's, we've loved it. We loved it. I, you and I know from our club, and which is where we got the idea from, and we've yeah. modified it a little bit. You and I know that it brings a bit of rivalry, and it's good to have that bit of competition to push you on and to get you back in, focus your mind a little bit in your running if you're a little bit, if you've strayed off a little bit. Um, everyone loves a park run. Uh, and it's good to try and push yourself to get back to where you were or beyond. And, and it really has. It's brought that out of so many people. The, the amount of people that went out in the first round who still went on and run all-time park run PBs. I mean, it's disappointing to see them go out, but it was great to see them put the effort in and really, really take part in the competition. And everybody that's in it has taken part and everybody's putting efforts in. And yet again, we had another five all-time park run PBs this weekend. Amazing. Uh, Amazing. And I couldn't agree more, Ben. And it's not over yet. Um, I love the point you made about people still being involved and engaged after they might have got knocked out. I certainly have been after my abysmal performance in round one. But there's so much more to come following these guys through the subsequent rounds over the next few months, seeing how they get on. And let's not forget getting to that final where Ben, you and I have already said Emma as well and, and Matt too wherever possible if we can make this happen even if we have to think about what weekend it's going to be delaying it moving it forward whatever we have to do if we can get these finalists together to run in person and if we can get a little bit of a conglomerate of fart like family to go along especially we'll be there for sure but if we can get some more people to go and let's make a day of it what an outing that would be oh it'd be incredible that absolute dream that'd be it's going to be coming to the start of summer when the competition concludes and so the weather should hopefully be nice um who knows where it might be we've got quite a few on the south coast we've got a few on the on the west side of the country but the way it's panning out you never know it could be anywhere it could be it could even be in sheffield because we've got quite a few sheffield entrants or local oh, yeah. sheffield people still in it which would be lucky for us but yep. either way we we're, we're gonna I'm I'm going to put my hand up here and Emma might give me a dodgy look here, but wherever the final is, I'm going to be there. Yep. Um, and, 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 and considering you're my lift, I'll be there too. Um, we can't skim past without mentioning Julie. Julie, Julie, Julie! Oh. Oh. She was one of the ones who had to venture to a different park run. She got herself down to Victoria Dock in London. And yet again, she is post-COVID PB. She's knocked nearly two minutes off of her time. Amazing. Um, so another incredible effort. Great to see a lot of progression from so many people. And Julie's just an example of that. So it's it's pushing people beyond what they've done in quite a while. And uh, that's kind of what we wanted to see. Yeah. Um, and just asking the question quickly, Matthew, uh, Manuel, have you considered when you're putting your effort in yet? See, see, see. <laughs> <laughs> you said nothing but see for this episode. Are you actually going to get to run one now, Matt? It's been extended. Yeah, it's my birthday weekend on the. I think it's sixth of March, the last one. He, keep, he keeps dropping hints yeah. about the fact that it's his birthday, uh, guys. I think, I think March fifth of March is the Saturday. So, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I'd probably do it that weekend. I reckon. Yeah. If you're feeling better, of course, don't push it when you're not dickhead because you're, no. you're not you're a bit you're a bit hurt at the minute and we've we've done a whole segment about not doing that so don't be an idiot whoa 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 whoa, whoa. just for one just for one park run thing i've <laughs> let me be an idiot 
<laughs> Don't forget who he knocks out here. Emma's Emma's uh, scowling at the at the phone right now. Yeah, could, he, he, could he, you imagine if Matt doesn't put an effort in after all that? If he doesn't put an effort in, it goes out, so it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we still, yeah. Emma still wins. Um, uh, amazing, but yeah, amazing effort and and long may it continue. And and we've said already we're expecting this episode to be quite popular based on who our main event guest is. So thank you for everyone who's waited patiently. I don't know what's going on, but please do check out our social medias, check out our website if you don't know what's going on with the Park Run Cup and what Ben and Emma are doing because we're going to be running this stuff uh, over and over again. Maybe mixing or maybe not Park Run, but we we are super committed to community events. We are super committed to. Fart like family, building the community, growing it, getting people involved, helping with, uh, you know, people who might feel isolated, might feel a little bit lonely, might just want to make some pals through running, regardless of where you are in the country. This is a great example of this. Uh, our friends have put in some incredibly hard work. The team have done a great job and, uh, and and long may it continue. And we'll be doing more and more of it as the months and the years roll on. So uh, please do get involved if you'd like to. Um, are we mm-hmm. about? Is that everything? That's a great, great update. Uh, Matt, I know you've got to get to work soon, so you're getting a little bit of a squeaky bum, aren't you? Uh-huh. Yeah, See. that's, that's about it. Um, next week's episode of Park Run uh, is going to be quite exciting, actually, because uh, I think you know and uh, I know and a few other people know exactly where we're going this weekend. We are. We're all going to be together, aren't we? So we're going to find out all about a certain Lancashire uh, market town and uh, what its park runs like. So uh, stay tuned. Keep your eyes peeled and your ears pricked for that, as Matt would say. Uh, Ben and Emma, thank you so much, as always. Uh, Let's get over, then. Enough talk. The main event. We'll go and have a talk to Kellogg's on the run herself, part of an Instagram-running power couple and an incredible runner in a row. Right, we're going to find out all about her journey, what she's got in plan, uh, just everything about her, because she's she's pretty flipping awesome. So uh, what do you reckon, lads and ladies? We're going to have a chat to Kelly Rook. Let's do it. (laughs) See. Right then, you lot, we are motoring through Series 6 with no signs of slowing down, and we have another wonderful member of our online running community to chat to today. We're going to find out how she balances being a mum, vlogging on YouTube, and living with type 1 diabetes. We're also going to find out about her running journey and how it's taken her all the way from couch to 5K to -to back-to-back ultras, as well as the huge plans she has set herself for the future. Please join me in welcoming Miss Kellogg's on the run herself, Kelly Rook. How are we doing today? I'm really good, thank you. Really tired, <laughs> but yeah. really good. <laughs> Long day, I take it. You've been out for a run today? Uh, sure have, yeah, yeah. Run and then multiple after-school clubs and all of that jazz. Oh, all, all, all the balance. And what was, what was on plan today then? Uh, I actually had, it was quite a big run for me. It was 10 miles with eight mile progression uh, in there, which was um, a bit tough because uh, the mileage is building at the moment with marathon training. Absolutely. On a Thursday night, on a Thursday as well, right in the middle of the week. Oh, it's work. I, I know. I don't mind it too much because Friday's a rest day. So I kind of like, yeah, final push. <laughs> yeah, some, and then look forward to a little bit of relaxation. I love it. Right. Okay. I'm dead excited about today. Thank you so much taking the time from your very busy schedule to come and chat to me and I'm sure there's loads of people and um, if they don't already know about you from your presence online from the YouTube stuff I'm sure they're gonna be excited to find out more um, we've got loads to cover loads to get through uh, but let's start in the same place we always start these chats why don't you just tell everybody tell me a little about how you first got into running uh, it was it was simple as trying to get fit. Um, I'd had my youngest daughter and I was doing a challenge. I was doing a three peaks challenge 
um, but realized that I really was, you know, kind of stuck on the sofa all the time, not fit at all. And I thought that the Couch to 5K program would be a good way to get some fitness up um, so I could go up the mountains and not be completely dead. Um, so, yeah, it all started kind of inadvertently for something else. But yeah, yeah, then I was hooked. Yeah. How did you find the couch to 5k then? Because you've come a long, long way in your running journey. And well, you've just talked about how on a Thursday night, you'll bang out 10 miles with eight mile progression. It's a long way from couch to 5k. How did you find that as an introduction into running? Um, I'm quite an impatient person. So first off, I, I hated it. I absolutely hated it. I hated the whole kind of being out of breath after just running what felt like, you know, 30 seconds. And, and I thought, oh, this, this isn't fun. Um, but I did get hooked to the feeling afterwards. Um, but the couch to 5k, I didn't really kind of stick with for very long. I'm, I, I'm, I am impatient. Um, and it's, you know, it's caused me to come a cropper many a times. Um, but I kind of just kind of left that and then went off to the trails I wanted to do my own thing in the woods and um I felt a bit more happier kind of doing it doing it behind the scenes when nobody mm-hmm. else was there and yeah kind of doing it for for myself yeah was uh, was trail running then something that that became a part of your repertoire your portfolio really early on then yeah, definitely. I mean, I, you know, I'm really lucky. I live in the Forest of Dean and, you know, roads aren't great around here. It is all um, beautiful forests and rivers and things like that. So it really is um, kind of if you're going to look for escapism and kind of getting out to get some feel goods, then you obviously head to the trails because it's beautiful. It's, it's, it's impossible not to feel happy when you're out in the woods. Mm, yeah, absolutely. So talk to me then. Let's let's loop back round to those those early days of running. It started off as a means to an end for the for the for, for the for a different challenge but mm. um obviously clearly you've got hooked on it ever since what was it that did that what what, what how did that formulate how did that sort of evolve what happened in those because this was back in 2016 is that right yeah that's right yeah um i mean it escalated pretty quickly i signed up for a 10k with my friend um i thought that would be good i absolutely hated that race hated mm-hmm. it with a passion I, I felt disgusting I, I actually finished throwing up um I hadn't trained properly for it you know went out too fast all of the usual um which I still do now but <laughs> yeah yeah so, so I did the 10k and then I'd done the three peaks challenge as well and I thought well what what can I do next to challenge myself so I uh signed up for Cardiff Half um, kind of stepping up the next distance it sounds really bizarre because I hated it yeah. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, and I also got accepted then to do London Marathon for Diabetes UK, doing some fundraising for them. Um, and obviously that's a cause close to my heart. Um, I've got type 1 diabetes. My brother's also got type 1 diabetes. Um, so, yeah, it just felt like, you know, keep challenging myself. What's next? You know, let's keep running. Let's do, let's do this thing. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll, we'll talk about the diabetes um, as we go through the conversation, because that's got to play a big part in in your running and, and how you work around it and how you make sure that it doesn't impact your performance or even your health. But before we do talk to me about those early races, then Cardiff half is a great run. If, if you wanted to get hooked on running, that's one of the mm. places you want to go, isn't it? How was that experience? Do you know what? I absolutely love and still to the, I've run many, many halves and still to this day, it's my favorite. Mm. It's just an incredible, incredible event from, you know, everybody that's outlining the streets, what feels like pretty much all the way. Um, you've got amazing, amazing support from people down in Cardiff. Uh, it's a great route. Oh, absolutely love, love Cardiff Half. Yeah, it's a great one, isn't it? Was the sun shining when you ran it as well? 
yeah it was really hot mm. really 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 hot um and again i was sick of the race i was actually um but this is how good the supporters are down there i was actually sick behind a car on somebody's shoes um <laughs> and, and instead of him getting angry he kind of rubbed my back he held my hair back um, and then when i was done he was like go on you've got this you can finish <laughs> oh, they're, they're, yeah you're, yeah you're a bit lighter now more aerodynamic go <laughs> yeah they're, they're a different breed, the Welsh, aren't they? Absolutely love them. Um, and so, so that took you through it. And kind of half, I, I, I've done it as well back in 2013. It's a, it's an excellent race if you're going to do yeah. a half marathon. Um, it's a really, really good one. Um, and then that took you into London then. So what did the yeah. training plan look like for London? By this point, were you sort of all absorbed by running? Was it all encompassing? Did you have plans and ideas and sessions and structures? Or were you still just finding your way at that point? Yeah, I think it was kind of 50-50. I had ideas in my head that I wanted to do this and that, but kind of no um, direction. And I, I just, you know, it was very much wing it. Um, I was following some plan out of a magazine, um, but not really following it, you know, just saying I was following a plan. Um, and kind of with the impatient thing, did too much too soon, which I think is really common in marathon training. So the first kind of month I went out all guns are blazing, thinking, you know, I'm going to be... Uh, next Paula Radcliffe or something mm-hmm. um and then I, I was actually pretty injured going into London um because I just yeah because I just <laughs> kind of just lost my head a bit and, and mm-hmm. didn't train in the right way at all yeah yeah which which happens and I think particularly early on in in marathon journeys I think we, we can all be guilty of it's it's a completely different discipline and such a tough skill to master how did you find London itself then I can't imagine if the training didn't go quite to plan, I can't imagine your body felt amazing, but that race is something else, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I also think with London, I mean, I've done it twice now, even if you're having a bad race and you're kind of really suffering, um, there's no option but to keep moving forward. There's no escape (laughs) because it is wall to wall with just people cheering you on. Um, I mean, it can get a little bit overwhelming when you are um, hurting and, and you're getting starting to get emotional about things it can almost feel like you just want a little bit of quiet just for a minute just to kind of get yourself together but it, it's it's such an amazing race you know you've got amazing sights that you see amazing crowds again it's it's a marathon like no other mm, yeah and everybody says that, that, that that's done it that comes on it's it certainly stands apart and, uh, and, and and what a great experience it is and what great support there is in the city. Um, uh, what happens next then? So how, how does your journey then progress? Because I know we're going to get at some point to you stepping up to the ultra distance. Does, does that happen soon or is there a, a couple of years of, of of the marathons and the, you know, the road racing before, before you transition? Because obviously you said early on that you, you enjoyed the trail running from the start. So there's obviously a bit of a hankering there from day one, wasn't there? Mm, yeah it's um it's funny because you know I do like I like both but yeah I went uh then on to Berlin Marathon um again uh that was for a charity um fundraising for a charity that was close to our family's heart at the time um yeah so it went on to Berlin Marathon and then I think it was pretty much the year after I went into ultras um I'm 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 like I said, I'm impatient. I love challenging myself and kind of with the marathons. I thought, well, you know, I've done marathons now. So what, what can I do next? Like I can go, I can go further now. Let's try and go further. Mm. So uh, what, so what was the first ultra that you did then? What, what was the step up for, from there then? 
Um, I went straight to Race to the Tower, which mm-hmm. is a threshold one. Um, and that was a, that, I did that straight through. So that was 53 miles just shy, I think. Um, yes, yeah, so I went straight in for the, for the big guns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't, yep. yep. um, didn't realise quite how much elevation was in that race um, until I kind of realised. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's quite a tough one with the elevation. But again, absolutely stunning, stunning ultra. It's beautiful um, all along the Cotswold Way. And, and yeah, it's a fantastic race. And how did you find that experience compared to, say, a London Marathon? Because both in terms of elevation, scenery... Um, support it's completely different isn't it what uh, did, did you find straight away oh god this is quite daunting it's completely different or was it more like yeah I, I like this uh, I love it I, and it's completely different to a marathon it, almost like if you run a marathon I think people's first response to you is oh what time did you run mm-hmm. um, it seems to be very you know pace it, it's time goal orientated with a marathon with an ultra, and it hurts. It hurts, but it's, you know, it's for a shorter time. And it's, it's that, I don't know, a more intense hurt for me personally. Um, whereas the ultras, it is, it's all about the camaraderie. It's all about the people that you meet out on the trails. It's about beautiful views. I mean, you don't, you get to see things in a city um, when you're running a road marathon. But when you're on the trails, there's just something, I don't know, it's just something really good for the soul when you come across these things. I mean, I haven't done any road ultras and and then they don't really appeal to me. I wouldn't kind of Mm. go down that route. Um, But it is a completely different scene. And it's it's not about times. It's not about how quick you are or, you know, it's not as... I I feel like marathons can be a bit more elitist, whereas Mm. ultras are more encompassing for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. A completely different discipline and a completely different day out, frankly. Um, Both marathons and ultras, though, albeit different disciplines and using different muscle groups, uh, take Mm. an awful lot of energy, require an awful lot of fuel and an awful lot of preparation. Uh, You talked a little bit earlier about the fact that you live with type 1 diabetes. Uh, How does that impact your running journey on a day-to-day basis? Is it just something that you deal with and, and 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 it doesn't actually matter that much or is it something you've got to be really really focused on and that you've got to make sure you're on top of all the time it's a bit of both um it it impacts everything in your day um and of course it's going to impact your running and stuff and it's going to you know like if i want to pop out for a run i can't just put my trainers on and go outside um i have to know you know when did i last have an injection have i got do i need to have a carb snack how long am i going out for do i need to take fuel for this run um you know because my blood sugar start dipping after 30 minutes but then it also depends what intensity i'm doing the run because um different intensities have different effects on your blood sugar levels so there's a whole heap of kind of thinking um and planning as much as you can to get out of the door um which i i find quite frustrating at times you know there's times i'll just oh yeah i'll go up you know i've got half an hour now i can go out for a run now oh no i can't because i had an injection less than two hours ago my blood sugar is going to plummet um but also it's kind of as much as I've got to put in that thought and that planning, it's something that I kind of have learned to just get on with. Uh, it sounds a bit, bit, a bit strange, but it is just something now that I kind of do on autopilot and I just try and plan as best as I can. I always take a, you know, a pack of sweets with me, whatever. So I've got something if my blood sugars crash. Um, and yeah, I just it you kind of kind of in, in a way try not to overcomplicate it, be aware. It, of course, it has an impact every day. Um, 
but it's not going anywhere. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, you're stuck with it. So you kind of got to get on with it. But I think um, type one diabetics, they, you know, we are, we, we do have to get on with an awful lot. And I think there is that kind of strength there that you, you know, you have to kind of, yeah, kind of be just be strong about it and, and be as confident as you can be in your insulin and, and what's going on with your body. Discipline, I think, is probably the key word, isn't it? Mm. Um, uh, discipline. And I guess in some weird ways, running, I think y- you can be more successful in running if you are well-structured in your approach to your day, your week, your month, your plan, whatever it might be. And I guess in some ways, maybe the diabetes, the injections, all the stuff, that forces you to have a structure of when you inject and then when you go and run and then what you do to recover afterwards. So in a weird way, it kind of gives you a little bit of a template that you can't deviate from as easily. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it does certainly help with, um, you know, being more disciplined over, overall. And that's only ever a good thing if you're running, you know, if you, yeah. want, if you want to do things, um, then structure is always the way forward. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. Now, you talked about your physical health and, you know, how the diabetes can, can impact the running, but you also, in the bio you sent over to me and, and, and you've mentioned it on, on social media, you don't shy away from it. You also talk about um, how um, the impact of running on your mental health. Um, how have you found that that, that side of your, your journey has been, been kind of supported, impacted through running? Um, kind of running um, enabled me, I think, when I started running for the first time, in my adult life, I, you know, I had children very young. In the first time in my adult life, it just allowed me to step away from what was ever, whatever's going on in my life um, to kind of um, think and kind of process what I'm feeling and actually stop for a second, even though you're on the move, obviously, mm-hmm. but just taking time out to actually like check in with myself um, and how I'm feeling. And when I started running, it wasn't until I started running that I actually started processing a whole heap of things. Um, and it, it helps. It's just helped in every sense with my mental health. Absolutely. I mean, I've been through some really, you know, quite tough stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, even now, you know, I can have times where I'm not feeling the best, but you get out into the trails, into the woods and just go and figure it out for half an hour be be you know be able to go out and be sad be cross whatever it is you're feeling but you can go out there you can feel it in your own thoughts in your own head by yourself it's it's just it works wonders mm. agreed uh, you, yeah you, you won't find a bigger bigger supporter of it than i so uh, i couldn't agree more and, and great that it is um such a positive um uh, coping mechanism for yourself as it is for so many others um now speaking of mental health um, uh, speaking of uh, presence on social media, I mentioned that, that you talk about your mental health uh, on there quite openly. You also, you vlog, um, uh, you've got your YouTube channel, um, uh, quite active on, on the old Instagram and social media. How has that played a part in the running journey, particularly, I guess, recently uh, throughout the pandemic when it's not been quite as easy to do the classic face-to-face meetups at races? Um. I've always thought of social with social media it's always just kind of I enjoy sharing what I'm doing and my journey because I enjoy um looking at other people's journeys and and looking at other people and what they're doing um and I think that you know through lockdown when you know you're you're stuck on your own or in your little unit or in your family 
um, I actually think it, it's a really good thing because you can still stay connected to other people that are doing the same things as you um, and still get that inspiration and that motivation from others online. Um, even if you can't see them physically face to face, I would, I would always, always prefer to kind of catch up with people in person. Um, I'm very much, you know, I enjoy being sociable at events and running things and stuff like that. But, um, and I enjoy meeting up with people that I've become friends with on social media, you know, it's led to many friendships, but certainly during like lockdown and and the pandemic, it's, it's been a way for everybody to still connect. Mm. And, and 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 I suppose on a wider basis, not just social media. How did you get on through lockdown? Because you know, as you know, you, you you've got a family, and the world changed completely. Um, uh, multiple runners, of course, in your house as well. Um, did did that just turn everything upside down? Did did you guys cope with it pretty easily, or was it, was there a big kind of um, adjustment period? Um, I would say it was it was. It was actually a time in our lives where it was nice to kind of a <laughs> nice, you know, you're in a pandemic, of course, mm. it's awful, but we were in our own little bubble and mm-hmm. um, I've got, I had more quality time with my children because they weren't at school. And yes, that meant stresses with homeschooling, which was an absolute nightmare at times. Um, but actually we were able, especially during the first lockdown, you know, we, we could get outside in the garden and it was hot, it was sunny and we could play in the paddling pool and stuff. And, and there wasn't the pressure of, you know, an hour school run in the morning and our school run in the, af- in the afternoon and rushing from A to B. Nobody was rushing anywhere. So we were here, you know, we were connected. We had that quality time for each other and it actually worked out quite well for us with our running because, you know, we were here. So one of us could go out, one of us, you know, take it in turns. Um, So although it was an incredibly stressful period and, you know, I think everybody, I think most people suffered some sort of mental health decline in that period because it, you know, it was a challenging time. I also think that closer connections within families were made and Mm. that certainly implied for us. Yeah, definitely. Um, one thing that I did want to ask you is that you um, you talked in the bio that you sent over, and I've seen you mention it on your socials as well about the importance of um, of learning from every experience in running. Um, uh, that it's uh, it's not just about the the successes, about the PBs, about the the finishing strong, and 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 you've mentioned already a couple of times um, about races that didn't quite go the way that you wanted them to go. Um, uh, how, how do you deal with that kind of adversity when something goes wrong? Because it is important to make sure that you're pulling the positivity out of potentially negative situations. And I know that you've spoken quite openly in the past about how, how you've dealt with that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm still learning. Um, I'm still trying to get better at, at things like this. But, um, you know, I've had many failures. And because I share everything, online is it's, it's mm-hmm. quite you know it's out there and sometimes I think that's the worst part of it as opposed to oh actually a race didn't go to plan well you can kind of come back from that um I'm very much for example last year my marathons were awful absolutely awful for me and I'd put so much into it and it just went completely wrong and and when you've put in a a chunk of time and and you've really committed to something and then to put it all on one day and come away and it's really not worked in your favor at all um then you've got to kind of you've got to kind of pull yourself together and come back from that and for me first of all it was acknowledging that okay this didn't work um, you can you can be fed up about that. You can be 
annoyed about that that's perfectly normal it's a normal response to have you know work through those emotions but for me I kind of it flicks a switch for me failures and I mean for, I mean I'm saying failures but they're not the failures are a good thing they're not it's not a dirty word failure um so when something doesn't go to plan your failure um or it could even be a long one I mean I have plenty of those um but then it it kind of flicks a switch. I, I don't want that to happen again, or I don't want to feel like that again. What can I do better? What can I, can I use that as fuel going forward? And I do, I, um, I'm, I've got a lot better at kind of using it to, okay, well, you either let that define you and what's happened, or you come back from that and you keep showing up, you keep doing what you're doing and what you enjoy. Um, and then you go again. And you absolutely are going again, which is leading to where you are at the moment, right here in 2022 as we chat, with big ambitions and big plans. So for anyone who's living under a rock or doesn't follow you, um, do you want to talk me through a little bit what the big goal is for you at the moment and what some of the steps you're currently taking to try and get there are? Oh, that's a good one. Right. Okay. So um yeah i'm trying to qualify for boston um and it was what i was trying to do last year as well and i felt flat on my face with it last year but that's by the by um so yeah i'm still trying to qualify for boston marathon but for me it's quite a i'm you know i'm not a fast runner um i'm not a natural runner in any sense of of the word so everything that i do i have to kind of turn up and work hard at um, but my marathon time at the moment, my PB is 4.45, which is a whole one hour and 15 minutes off what wow. I need to qualify for Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I'm going through the whole process again. I've got a couple of marathons lined up. I've got one for spring and I've got one for autumn. Um, and I'm doing it again, but I've got a different approach. Last year, I was very much... Um, oh, you know, January, I'm going to qualify for Boston this year and I'm going to do it in a really short space of time. Um, And it was a a real um, kind of steep learning curve for me last year that just because you want something to happen and you're putting the work in doesn't mean that your body is going to follow through with that. It's Mm -hmm. not, you know, sometimes you can't put um, time limits on goals. So now my training um, and everything I do towards Boston, I kind of forgotten about the Boston qualifying goal, even though that is my goal. Yeah. Um, I've put it to one side last year. All I kept thinking about when I was doing my training, when I was doing my runs, I was like, this is nowhere near Boston qualifying pace. This is nowhere near. And I, mm. I was so wrapped up in this overall goal that I forgot to just turn up to the steps and take each day as it comes and take the successes from the steps that you're making along the way. Mm. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Re- really good advice, to be honest. I think wrapped up in the, um, and, and it links back to what you were saying uh, just in the last question and the last answer you gave me around, you know, if, if stuff goes wrong, it's about learning from it and it's about taking the next steps. And I think as well, there's an important part of it where we've got to enjoy the process as much as we can. And if we get too tied up in what we want to achieve, then sometimes we can forget why we're doing it in the first place. Oh, absolutely. And I think everybody should have a goal on some scale of something that they want to achieve. And it might be, you know, a speed, a distance, an event, it might be anything. Um, but there is a process to go through you earn earn your way there and enjoy it enjoy you know seeing small improvements no matter how small they are you know if it's a step towards the right but I very much got wrapped up in that big goal it's great to have the big goals and and stuff like that but kind of put it to the back of your head and definitely enjoy the process getting towards there and just it's process not outcome and that's completely 
changed everything about my training, about my approach to training and what I get out of it mentally. Yeah, absolutely. And so where, where, where are you running then this year to, to try for Boston? What, what, which races are you lining up at? Um, well, I've got Manchester Marathon, but at the moment I've, um, I've got no kind of time goal for it, which mm-hmm. again, it sounds bizarre, you know, you're trying to Boston qualify, but I, I'm t- I've taken away all of that. Um, I'm going to run a marathon X pace. I will obviously have an idea closer to the day, um, but how about I just go through the training and then see where I'm at for mm-hmm. that race. Um, and then I'm going to spend the summer just trying to focus on shorter stuff because it's something that I've always neglected, you know, kind of get faster at the shorter stuff that I hopefully translate a bit into the marathon and then go again for the autumn. Um, I've got a couple of options. I haven't really decided what, right. what, what they'll be yet. Yeah. There's a plethora of spring marathons in the UK, isn't it? Or even, or even if you head out into Europe, they'll, they'll give you a nice flat course to, to, to try, to try it out at. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but lo- loads of good stuff to, to work for. Is there anything else? So I've got, I'm guessing with the marathon being the primary focus at the moment and certainly with the reshaping of the training plan, I can't, I can't imagine there's much space for, for the ultra uh, in that. Have you got, is there still an itch to scratch there at all? Are you planning on getting oh, that distance? Abso- absolutely. So after I had my youngest son, I, was, um, I had the points to do UTMB, CCC, um, and I was, I, I did try registering for the CCC, um, but I didn't get through in the ballot. And then, you know, I had my son and I was like, well, you know, if I'm going out there to do CCC, I want to be able to do it properly. Um, and then obviously a whole pandemic happened. Yep. Um, but I'm hoping, you know, I've, I've got very personal reasons for doing um, the Boston qualifying. Um, and I'm then hoping that after all of that, you know, just g- probably go back to trials um, enjoy some ultras again the thing is with ultras I think um, kind of there's no time limit with with ultras you can you can be doing them at any age um, I feel like with the marathon for me that I just it's something that I need to get out of my system um, and do what I want to do with that then then I've got time to go back to the the ultras but definitely there's a few mountain ultras that um, I'm eyeing up in the future future but you know, I'm just, I'm trying to be quite easy and flexible about it because, you know, I'm a bit like a magpie next year. I could be, Oh, you know, I want, I want to do this and I want to do that. So yeah, it comes, it comes yeah. back to that impatience point you're making before, isn't it? There's plenty of yeah. time. You just got to take it one, one step before the next, haven't you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, brilliant. I mean, we've covered absolutely loads. Um, is, is there anything else we've not, we've not spoken about that you wanted to mention? No. <laughs> I don't, I bet, I bet I there's so much, so. isn't there? But um, there is, there is. But that's that's running for you. I think there's so many, you know, sides to running that it's not just all one thing. Everybody's got so much, you know, so much to to that they've got from running or to give to running and it's it's amazing yeah 100 percent. i mean we've been chatting for half an hour and you, and you wouldn't believe it um it's absolutely flown by but thank you so much for your time um before i let you go is there anyone you want to shout out mention anything we've not covered that you just want to call out before i let you go no um you know i find you know just the run the whole running community on instagram i think people just need to keep being real being showing up and sharing their journeys because you know i i find inspiration from it and others will find inspiration from it so it's just the whole you know the, the good part of the running community is that that's out there and, and it's an incredible thing so everybody needs to keep doing the best they can on any given day 
yeah couldn't agree more and it's your journey and nobody else's so make sure yeah. you, uh, you remember that as well uh, brilliant advice to finish on Kelly thank you so much for your time uh, hopefully uh, I'm going to be at uh, Manchester Marathon so hopefully I'll see you for a uh, socially distanced high five um, <laughs> uh, although I'm not running it I'm just watching um, but I'm sure we'll get a chance to catch up in the future but if anyone wants to give you a follow you're of course uh, Kellogg's underscore on the run is that right that's right yep yep Wonderful stuff. I know that people can find through that your link tree for your for your YouTube channel and all that jazz and good stuff as well, can't they? Oh yeah, all the madness over on YouTube. <laughs> all, all the good fun on YouTube. Well worth watching. Um, go down a rabbit hole. Uh, yeah. For good reason there. Um, brilliant. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. I'll let you get back to your evening, get back to the kids and the busyness that is uh, normal life. But thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me. Sorry to interrupt your regular broadcast, but I have an announcement. My name is JP, for those who don't know me, and I want to introduce you to our weekly football podcast, the Football Pundit Imposter Podcast. Each week, Rob and I talk about the week's goings-on in the English Premier League, we share some stories and some banter, and we just have a right good time and a good chat about football. We also do our famous 90-second Premier League 11, which every week's on a different subject, so it puts one of us on the spot every time. We share some stories and guest appearances from some very familiar faces from the Firelight family, so it's just a great time overall. If that sounds like something that might float your boat, head over to Instagram and search Football Pundit Imposters, or just drop Rob or I a message and we'll point you in the right direction. Hopefully we'll uh, get you involved at some point in the future. I'm now going to pass you back to the Wish Chuckle Brothers. Peace! Hello lads and ladies. SMJ here, and it's question time with me and another guy. So why don't you come on, have a sit on my knee, grab an animal, and let's stroke it together. You ask, I'll answer. One time only. For the whole series. Wink emoji face. Hello everyone. So today, obviously, it's my turn to take Satman John out. I hope you're ready for a couple more questions. I'm just about to show him around the grounds of my house. So I, I say a day out. The grounds are so big. We're probably going to be about um, two, three days or so. I might have a sleepover. Statman, st- st- Matt, why are you here? Where's where's SMJ gone? Cheap kebab. Oh, oh Matt. What, what's going on with you? You're talking like really weirdly. You're saying all the right stuff, but you sound like a bit roboty. Do you know where Statman John's gone at all? You've not got a clue. Hello, lad. Oh, it's me. What? Why do you look like Matt Statman John? I've got his mask. I've put his face, his skin on mine. And you're the same height as him as well? Yes, I have bent my knees inwards, so my feet are at the top of my thighs. OK. You've also that really juicy bum of his. Yes, yes, I have, lad. I have. I want to get knife and fork out and eat the Matty's. Oh, hands off, hands off. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry, Sam and John. Sorry, you get too much. I'll wait till I take you to the uh, to the master bedroom of the the house. There's 14 of them, but I'll wait till I get to the master of the masters. You cheeky lad. Right, yeah. where are we off to now? I'm keeping this uh, this mask on. We're gonna keep walking around the grounds. I think the grounds are gonna take us a uh, take us a while. What's your first impressions of uh, sort of my house and my area? Uh, your area uh, is okay. House is, it's all, I'll say bigger. Hashtag, wink, mm. That's what she said. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's okay. What What do you think of the garden? Well trimmed, isn't it? I like to keep it trimmed. 
very neat. The bushes are well maintained mm -hmm. and uh, the grass, I'm getting down to the level of it and there's not one out of place. So your gardener, round of applause. Thank you. Uh, well, there, and there's no, um, unfortunately, there's no blades of grass here that resemble any celebrities, um, which is a bit of a pain. But I'm, I'm thinking of going back up Ben Nevis and just taking a couple of Saman John because I know, I know we saw quite a few up there. But we had to rush off the, off the, off the hill. We didn't even go up to the top, did we? No, let's not talk about last week. Oh my God! But you no. say that, lad. If you close one eye and look at that, I would say that looks like Paddington Bear. Well, I, I'm closing my left eye, Saman John. I can't see it. Shall I close my right eye? Close your eye. That's it. Oh. Close your right eye. That's it. Okay. Not in front of Paddington. Yeah, boy. he looks a little bit like Paddington. I I, I guess it a bit. I, I can't really trust anything you're saying because you just look like Matt to me. I don't really trust anything he says. And, uh, and it's just hard. But but anyway, should we, should we go on to those questions? Please, let's never talk on Paddington Bear ever again. No, no. Uh, or eyes and stuff like that. Um, Jesus. <laughs> did you want me to go first? Who's that, that, who's that little fella running by? Who's oh. that? Ignore him, ignore him. He's one of the cleaners. They've just started their shift. Clean, clean, clean. Oh, yeah, he'd be gone. He's got, he's got a while to clean. I think his name is Jeremy or something. I can't really remember. There's too many of them. He, get, he gets paid his wage. Um, I'll start off the first question. Um, John. Jack, Jack, could I bring something up to you? It's been on my mind. I wasn't sure I would say anything. Yeah, bring anything up. I noticed it. I was uh, in the fourth ensuite you showed me, and I had a quick look at my areolas as I do. Mm, and yeah. uh, oh, I'm a bit panicked. My left one has turned 180. I'm not sure what to do. Oh, well, I mean, that's a question to to ask. Uh, you, I mean, can I you have a look at it? For... Have a look at it. Man. No, I can't have a look at come, it right now, Sam right. I've got it out. Have a look here. Okay. Well, do you so... think that has turned, or do you think that looks the same as the other? If it's turned a bit, should I give it a little flick? Go on. Yeah, ready? Oh. Don't don't scream, ready? Okay. Oh, is it, is that back, right? It's back, it's back. Yeah. Can you see? Oh, yeah, I think I flicked a little bit too far. Just like, I'll blow it back the other way a bit. Oh, that's go. it, that's it. That's Thank right. You, it's, it's gone all a bit pointy, Sam Andrew. It has. Now, listen, I'm done running, but I just want to say, if that's it. If anything's ever on my mind again, I'll bring it up. Thank yep. you, Yeah, bring anything up. Me and you, best friends we are. I feel better now. You probably you probably prefer me over Matt and Rob, do you, or not? I'm sorry, I just swallowed my tongue again. Let's okay, not sorry. Be Let's not push it. Let's not push yeah. it too far. Yes. So, on to the questions. I'll go with mm -hmm. the first one. This is from James E. Runner, and he says, "Best strength train, best strength and core for running." So, I would say there's loads of stuff you can do. Uh, say the strength work many will be working on your hips or your knees so you can use resistant bands um i never really like make up my own as such i just go on youtube uh there's a guy called james dunn who does loads so if my hips are sore uh, which then goes down into your knees and your calves and hamstrings i would go on james dunn's and use like his hip strength workout and i'll just make like a playlist on youtube of sort of three four videos and it will equate to an hour or 45 minutes and do them so James Dunn's a really good one. Uh, ben Parks has got a good one as well. And then just like I sometimes just do an ab workout just to work on my core, because if your core's good, you should hopefully be running in a nice straight line, like running form wise. So, yeah, James Dunn, Ben Parks, uh, aiming at abs, athlete special puts on YouTube and go for a browse of them. And then your basic stuff like squats, calf raises. Uh, hip bridges where you raise your hips up when you're on your back and all, all fun stuff like that 
What about you, Sam and John? Do you know your good ones? Yes, of course I do. And we haven't all got 60 minutes in a day to spend thrusting into the air like you, young lad. So, but I love it. What you want to do, Jimmy, Jamesy, James, is uh, lay in a bath of lime-flavoured jelly. Uh, you're going to lay face down, fully submerged, and you're going to stay there for 12 minutes. That's it, twice a week, and uh, you'll need no other strength or core training for running. Can you eat the jelly after? No, not okay. even one bit. Even if there's a bit on your lip, you cannot lick it. What about, because sometimes when I go in the bath, sometimes I would go underwater to see how long I can hold my breath. What happens if I do that by accidentally open my mouth and it goes in? Then you have to retract it, get it out. Okay, every little inch. Yes. Okay. I, do, I like to clarify these because I'm sure it's something that James is willing uh, is wanting to know. He needs to make sure he gets all, all bases covered. Um, he knows, he knows. That lad knows. Did, uh, did right. you? You go ahead, Sam. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to order you, but going off script there, my lad. Sure right. Go. Uh, right. Oh, what a woman! I have got at Kirsty underscore runs. Don't get she too runs. excited now, Sam Andron. Don't get too excited. I am. So she has asked me, just me, uh, what do you do to get yourself in the zone before a race? Oh, I like it. Do, what do you do, Sam Andron? I want to let you into a secret. This is what I do every race and every intimate moment I have with another human to get me in the zone. I uh, lay in a hammock weaved from the hair of a hairless cat. And whilst laying there, I'll sing the German national anthem in Latin. Oh. Yeah. Love it. How long does that take you? How long does that little routine take? Just three minutes. Just three minutes, not long. So yes, and you have to make a fresh hammock every time. Oh, okay. God, that's tough. Well, you could try that, Kirsty. Or, or what I tend to do, I've got a little playlist on on my old Spotify, and it's just like it's not music I'd listen to normally, but it's a little bit of pump up music to get me riled up. And I always have to do like a strict routine warm up before a race, just to just just so I can give that confidence of knowing that everything works. So the strides, uh, opening, closing the gate, leg swings and everything, just so that I know that everything's in good working order. And then the other thing I do is just shut my eyes and just think about the finish line and, and how nice it will be once I get there. I mean, I'm always in a state before I do a race, but those little things help a bit. And then as soon as I start, I just keep running what I keep playing those songs over again in my head. I don't listen to music when I race, but I just play the songs over in my head and it's sort of like my little comfy world. Does that sound nice, Sam and John? Comfy world, bloody hell. Right, who's next? Uh, so I'll go next. We've got we've got Matt. This is a bit weird because I feel like Matt's here, but he's not here. Is it me? Is it me? Is it you? Is it him? Oh, God. I still don't know if it is Matt. I mean, he hasn't spoken about kebabs in about eight minutes. So here he comes back again. Sorry. He says... How long? <laughs> he says, how long after an ultra can you talk about running an ultra? So I don't know if you know this, that man, John. Matt did run an ultra. Has has he told you yet? Of course he did. I was there. Yeah, he ran up. He ran up to Pendle Way. Uh, that was me trying to do a northern accent. Um, I think Matt just keep going on about it. I think it's funny, and uh, you earned it. I uh, clearly didn't earn it. Earn the right to say I ran an ultra. 
Um, and if I had, I'll be screaming it from the rooftops or if you will be screaming it from the top of Pendle Hill. So I say, say every single day uh, until the day that you get drug tested and they find out that you ran the whole race on drugs. Um, but yeah, every day shout it and make sure you keep telling Rob because I don't think he knows that you've run an ultra yet. Um, shall I tell you what is the truth, what he can do? What's the full duration that he can say, yeah? Really, in life, we are all running a continuous ultra. Um, so you can continue to talk about it. However, if you've only done a certain amount of miles and you stopped and had a beer after and slept, you get a pen and paper, my lad. You're going to do the total miles you ran. Divide it by 2 plus 6 minus 12 minus 1 plus 3 equals the amount of days you can talk about that individual ultra. But yeah, that's good, Sam. Man. Mm-hmm. I liked that deep bit at the start of we're all, we're all doing an ultra through life. I love it. OK, it wasn't meant love... to be that deep. Well, I, just, I love going deep. Sorry, Sam and John. Uh, did you want to go with the last question before I talk about deepness and eyes again? Jesus. Right. So I have got. The man himself, I don't know if I'll do this name justice, at Marco Del Wazio. Oh, that was brilliant. That that was almost as good as the way Sheffield Strider does it, Mr. Ben Sittle. I liked that. There you are. Thank you. Uh, love that man also in his puzzles. So mm. what uh, he asked me is, what bin is it this week? He also let me know he knows, and if you know, you know. Oh. Do you Did know? You... I don't know. Well, the thing is, he he's from he's from Bristol. I'm so shit at accents. He's you from are. he's from over there, and apparently it was a little bit windy over there. So uh, if he's still got his bin left, what I'm gonna say is, I reckon his bins were delayed last week, and this week it will be both bins being collected. Bloody hell. You've got no budget in your council, have you? Um, That's what I reckon it's going to be, Statman John. Both bins this week. That's what I've got coming this week. Of course you have. But you've got eight bins as well, haven't you, lad? I've, I've um, got three bins, Statman John, three. So he is actually asking, not about his own bin, but John Flynn's bin. Oh, I remember that back in and the day. And his bin this week, we commend in uh, 21st of Feb 2022. Is orange, my lad. Orange, which is my favourite colour. You 100% sure on that, Samman John? Yes. Okay, so I was incorrect. Yes. Unless it is, unless it is a double bubble because they can collect them last week. Because you never know. Statman, you haven't met Beth yet, have you? It's nice of her to come over. Beth, this is Statman John. I've I've told you. Why that? Beth, come here. Stop giving him up. Beth, stop kissing. Statman's done. Statman, get off her, you dirty, dirty boy. Beth, Statman, stop it. What? No, Statman, because you're going to make me cry. You, Statman, stop touching her ass. Stop it. Leave her bottom alone. What? What? I've got something to tell you, lad. No, Statman. Statman. Hey, Matt. Hello. Why do we do roll calls? Why do you think, man? Because the awesome people that are amongst the Fart Lake family. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good explanation. Hit me with a roll call, Matthew. All right, partner. 
You know what time it is. Keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll calling, calling, calling. And it's an excuse for you to sing that song every week. Keep roll calling, 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 calling. See what happens now is Matt gets stuck in a loop where if I don't say what he wants me to say, he'll just keep doing it. Keep roll calling, 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 calling. I wondered how long I can drag this on for. This this isn't pre-prepared, guys. He just he just genuinely is stuck in stuck in a loop. <sighs> keep roll calling, calling, calling. <laughs> What? You're right. Now I know you're you loving this segment right here. All right, calling is right here. Now people in the head, put your hands in the air because you don't care. Then we don't care. There we, we go. go all the way through it. Going one, two, three <laughs> times through to the six. Chosen for your fix from that. What the fuck? Let's mix. No, let's move on. Right. Okay. So uh, we have got. We asked. We went a little bit special this week, Matt, didn't we? There's not been a lot of races on. We normally do our roll calls to shout out great things people have achieved that weekend. However, a lot of park runs cancelled, as Ben and Emma alluded to earlier. There, of course, were a lot of uh, races cancelled as well, like I just said. So not a lot of people got out there and, and, and did anything. But that doesn't mean people haven't been amazing. So we thought we're six weeks into the year. It's been a tough year for some. It's been a bit topsy-turvy. So why don't we ask our Fartlek family, we put the message out there, to let us know who has inspired them, who they think has been amazing, to call out a pal to make them feel good um, for what they've achieved so far this year. And that's what we've done, isn't it, Matthew? It is, yes, mate, yes. Do you want to start? I can do, yeah. So first of all, we've got Elfie Slater's run. Uh, Sam, uh, she started out a few people, actually. So shout out to Paul Locke, finding it tough at, tough at the minute, but still showing up and getting it done. And also Alex for smashing everything. Haley for being awesome and the amazing Joe. Uh, Joe. Awesome. No, we, don't, we don't know if it's Josephine or Joe Hammond, who are both amazing. But both amazing, we'll, yes. We'll, we'll, assume, we'll assume it's both. Uh, yeah, big shout-outs and big shout-out to you as well, Sam. Huge part of the Fartlet family. We love you lots, um, and they're all amazing. Uh, not bad for a fat dad, uh, good old Adam. Uh, Andy Bradley, probably going to be a big feature in this box. What a guy, the definition of determined. He's just done amazing, Andy, hasn't he? And, and, and thanks for sending it in, Adam, because, yeah, we couldn't have gone without shouting out Bradders for, God, sub-20s consistently. <laughs> Smashing the part yeah. up, but he's incredible, isn't he? He is awesome, yeah. But brilliant stuff, Andy. And thanks for the shout-out, um, Adam. Uh, Gary Ludwin, my daughter, Chloe, for, for trying her best and trying to get back on the running wagon again. I know it's sometimes difficult when, you're the, when you've been out for a little while, but uh, well done, Chloe. Awesome stuff. Yeah, lots of love to you as well. Gary, uh, Simon, runner, Simon Minzies, I run a 78. Uh, shout out to Leanne. Yeah, definitely, Leanne runs with heart. Uh, determination, for, uh, she's showing for getting back into running following a health scare. So, yeah, big shout out to you, doing amazing. Uh, and lots of love to Simon as well, who's smashing his running this year. Yes, yes. Uh, Marco Del Wazio. Uh, Alistair Minton runs, PB'd at Park Run and a chilly 10k on the weekend. So, well done, Alistair. Um, so- awesome running. It turns out that somebody did get out on race this weekend. So I guess it wasn't cancelled all over the country. Uh, <laughs> Mr. John Pickup just can't keep his little grubby fingers out of this segment. Uh, hashtag Keith Clan. Keith, need I Keith, say- Keith, Keith, Keith. It's like, that's like your witness. It's not like my witness. Don't you sully an institutional part Keith, of this podcast. Keith, Keith, Keith. No, no, yes. stop it. It's, it's just a coincidence. These are all called Keith. It's not that big of a deal. Get over it. Uh, Neil Pacey, I'm guessing this is on a, off a different account. Uh, Mr. Glenn Penfold for his commitment to running and helping others in starting theirs. Uh, yeah, we love our Glenn uh, and we love you, Neil, as well. Thank you for that lovely message. 
just jealous I'm not called Keith. Right. So, um, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it, Glenn's done amazing. Glenn, uh, Glenn has been an amazing proponent of the Parkrun Cup. We think he's been amazing, as has, of course, Byron. Um, uh, and Neil's been along for the ride as well. Uh, I think all of the Tone Zone runners down in Bogner are absolutely awesome. Kirsty as well. We love you. Um, there's someone I'm forgetting. Who am I forgetting? Oh, what's what's he called, Matt? Who am I forgetting? Byron. Oh, Tone Zone, Tone Zone runner. Oh, what's his name? Down in Bognor. Oh, uh, puts God. puts coronation chicken on jacket potatoes. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and, yeah. Fundament know. fundamentally really unlikable. What's his name? It's, it's a bit of a Strava dick, you know. Oh yeah, just just no, just a massive. It's gone, no, it's, it's gone. yeah, no, never mind. Who's next? Uh, <laughs> Kirsty runs. Uh, proud of uh, Leanne Roman's heart for being stronger than she thinks after her, um after a health scares and stuff like that. So yeah. Um, yeah, more than Leanne. Lots of understandable love for Leanne. Um, sorry, I made you pull double duty then, Matt, but I'll jump back yeah. in. Derek goes running big dude who was deadlifting mad weight this week. I don't know if you saw it on Instagram. <laughs> Lifting a small truck, it looked like. Um, he wanted to shout out Julie, 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 Julie. Oh. Uh, and in his words, because she bimbles along at high speed. Perfect, perfect <laughs> description of our Julie, I reckon, that date. It is, it is, yes. Uh, we seem to have just done a little bit of a song. There's one here for Ruth Freck, uh, karaoke spoon queen uh, from Lucy, for never quitting. Uh, well done, Ruth. Awesome yeah. stuff. Yeah, big fan of the Freck on this show. And a big fan of Lucy as well. Uh, mm. Absolutely awesome people, fart like family OGs. Um, and then uh, Andy Bradley, as, uh, as, as humble and lovely as he is, wanted to shout out Jamie and Paul. Is uh, is Parkrun Cup opponents mm-hmm. um, uh, for the Parkrun Cup this year? I know it's been a big part of uh, of, of what he's been into. Um, putting huge effort should be so proud. Uh, so should you, Andy. But yeah, great, great to call out those guys. Uh, it says they kept me on my toes, and I'm forever grateful. Couldn't have lost to nicer guys. Um, well, you only lost to one of them, but I get what you mean. Good <laughs> shout out, Andy. Um, what's ginger, what's Gingerbread size saying about Gingerbread size saying about you? Uh, so I think the the quote on the podcast was something about uh, bigging people up or being something about little. So Gina Red Simon says. So the quote, uh, the quote, the quote, the quote, is, the quote is the quote is that we sh- and I liked it. It was a generic bloody pitch p- Google image one, but I liked it. We should be lifting each other up and cheering each other on, not trying to outshine each other because the sky would be an awfully dark place with just one star. Yes, and and Gingerbread Simon says nice quote, but doesn't Matt always need a little lift up? <laughs> well, weren't that weren't that funny? Yeah, all right, <laughs> Calm down. I know, I know. I think you've got one more, but I want to do a quick shout out as well. It's my uh, when this pod episode goes out. It's my daughter's birthday uh, on Thursday. She probably won't listen, but happy birthday, kid! And seventeen. Uh, I know I don't look old enough to have a seventeen-year-old daughter, but uh, hey ho. You don't look tall enough to have a seventeen-year-old daughter. You definitely look old enough. You like someone shrunk someone who's old enough to have a seventeen-year-old daughter. And you've got another one to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Claire Dan shouting out Rob Corns for smashing out his part run PV. He's come a long way in a short amount of time. He's running. I'm looking forward to seeing him progress further. It was a great morning at Witness. Brad is knocking out another. Keith, Keith, Keith. I don't shut up. I don't. I, I don't feel like I need to give Andy Bradley any more love. So we'll, we'll breeze over that one. And uh, and Nadine worked so hard and got a huge PB. Yeah, the uh, the weirdness um, part run crew. It's been great seeing you guys uh, getting pally, getting together, getting out for a couple of part runs. Things you love to see. Hashtag whatever. Uh, great job. Uh, that is our roll call for the week, Matthew.
Well done. Well done, everybody. Thanks, mate. Well, <laughs> well, 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 well done to you too. Thank you. Thank you. I, I thought you were congratulating me then. Well I, done, you Rob. Got, you, yeah, you got your lines you can, right. Well done. You can read. I got my lines right. Hmm. Is this really? Is this really a conversation you want to enter into? No, thank you. No, yeah, it's do, not. Shall do, is it? Shall we do the thank yous? I think before we do, I'm gonna just. I'm just gonna cut us back to some uh, exp- some uh, instances of Matt forgetting his lines. No, I'm not going. Uh, let's do some thank yous. <laughs> you not. Uh, thank you to Graham Lindley. Don't oh, don't 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 fluff your line. <laughs> that, that that would be really awkward after that, wouldn't it? Go on. Uh, also, thank you to Kelly Rook for coming on, sharing her story, awesome chat. Uh, ben and Emma, Statman John, Jack, uh, and obviously everyone behind the scenes, Sonny, Lou, uh, JP, uh, Joe, everybody behind that, uh, and and uh, McPaul, the, don't forget McPaul. McPaul. Yeah, the other, the, the other JPs now took on uh, Joe's place, uh, and then the newsletter guy, so Paul McPaul, uh, Claire. Clever in Rome, Nick Finney and Jamie, 3D Jamie. Awesome stuff that they get them guys are doing. Massive squad goals, isn't it, that we've got? Mm-hmm. Working tirelessly to make what the fuck, like the fur to moderate success. That it is. <laughs> Whilst we do our best to unpick and ruin it all uh, with our terrible personalities <laughs> and, 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 and low tier banter. Um, uh, right, uh, do you want to who's on the show next week, Matthew? Oh, yes, please. Okay, so it's a good one. So do you remember. Series three, episode yes. twelve. No, yes. series four, episode twelve. That was Ben. You don't have to remember Ben. He's smart all the time. <laughs> um, series four, episode twelve. Do you remember mm. who that guest was? Uh, no. I'm saying yes, but no. You, <laughs> not you going don't. Back. I've do, not looked do, back in the archives. Do you, but but you know who this week's guest is, don't you? This week's guest. The guest week's coming guest. up. Next week's guest. Yeah. Mm, what do you no. think the setup's going to be? I don't know. What is the setup going to be? Matt, I sent you I sent you the interview like three nights ago to say have a listen to this and see what you think. Oh yeah, you didn't. You? You're killing me. <laughs> you are killing me. <laughs> I've just got up. I've just got up off nights. We recorded on Wednesday. We recorded everything yesterday. We recorded on Wednesday. I've just got up. Just leave me alone. Okay. Do you want to try again? <laughs> yeah, go on. Right. This is why Tattle Life hates us. <laughs> Do you, who was our series four episode 12 guest oh the episode ollie newton ollie newton there you go uh ollie of run for your mind fame what a guy <laughs> i didn't even have to look it up i don't know why i didn't just forget that <laughs> do you remember you are ridiculous do you remember what ollie's run for your mind project that he was on the verge of setting up was all about Yes, yes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You, are you going to tell me? No. <laughs> you are not helping this situation at all, Matthew Taylor. So Ollie was looking to set up a charity to yes. help people with their mental we're, health we're through. Support, yeah, and we are supporting Don't that. Don't jump on the bandwagon now. Just shut up. Right. You're better at explaining things like this. I'm, I'm oh, my God. Right, okay. So Ollie set up Run For Your Mind. The idea was that he'd help people. Mental health. Um, uh, issues with something not going on in their life that was making life a little bit difficult to use running as he did to try and have a coping mechanism to make things better to fight the issues that that, that might be facing into. Now, he took on in the summer of last year his first Run For Your Mind Foundation uh, member. Uh, mm. I, don't, I don't know what you'd refer to it as, participant. And that was a young man by the name of Josh Birch. Thanks, Matt. Now, Josh, 
I, I, I was going to say all that, but I just couldn't get the word. Oh, yet. were you? Were you? Thanks. So Josh has been working with Ollie and the Run for Your Mind team since last year uh, to help on his own running journey, to help with some of the stuff that he's got going on in his life. Uh, we've recorded already. It's a great chat. He asked to come on the show um, as he's got to a key point in his own running journey. Uh, it, 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 he's come along miles and miles and miles. You're going to love this one. We've recorded it already. Like I said, it's a great one. He's a great guy. Um, we might even have a couple of surprises along the way. A bit of a run for your mind themed show, I think. So it's definitely one that you're going to want to tune into. Matthew Taylor. Because yes. apparently, you know, you know nothing about it. <laughs> I do know a bit. I know, I know, I know about it. I just, I just forgot. I'm just, I'm just tired. All right. We'll call it that. Do, do you want, do, do you think it's time for you to go and like have a bath and wake up? Yeah, I think so, yeah. All right, okay. So we're going to get out of here. Um, where can people find us before we do, Matt, if they want to give us a follow? Absolutely everywhere. Uh, search What's the Fart Like uh, on this website. We can go on YouTube. Uh, we're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. I keep saying we're on. Um, send us an email. What the fart like doc? No, what the fart like podcast? <laughs> Oh, I'm having a terrible time. <laughs> what the fuck, like podcast at gmail.com. Gmail.com there he is. <laughs> what, what, what's that uh, website, Matt? What the fuck, like dot com. <laughs> Said with such confidence. You're right. You're right. You should believe, believe in yourself, mate. Believe oh, in yourself. I need to wake up. Um, <laughs> amazing. Oh, dear. Uh, where, where can they find you, Rob? <laughs> Uh, thanks, mate. Good, good, good save. Uh, I'm at Little Run by Rob. Where do they find you, Matt? I'm at Matty Owls. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to find me at in five minutes. <laughs> um, just check on you after a while. You're not there. I'm going to text Please. Donna. We we'll just make sure Matt's okay. Um, brilliant. Brilliant. That's it. We're done. We're done. We're getting out of it. That is us recording. That is another week in the bank. Um, with another week in the barrel. This year. Remember, it's an elongated series. We've got 14 episodes to come, guys. Wow. We've got no signs of uh, slowing down, including in two weeks' time, a very, very special episode. So two big ones in a row after Josh's Run For Your Mind episode next week. So uh, keep your eyes peeled and your ears pricked on the socials to find out what that's all about. We'll be announcing it soon. Uh, Part Run Cup rolls on. Uh, please join our Fartlek -like family if you'd like to. I've said this before, but I will say it again, my friends. We are just trying simply to combat loneliness, to find a safe space for people to come together who've got a, 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 a common goal, a common interest of running, um, to make some connections, make some pals, and just make some of the tough things in life a little bit easier. We appreciate that we're not for everyone. We appreciate that some people probably think we're tits. That's absolutely fine. They're probably I, a little bit right, yeah, especially Matt. I mean, if the last, I think you're a tit as well, you um, if, 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 if the last five minutes or anything to go by, I wouldn't trust us either. And that's fine. Go about your life. Do you enjoy yourself? But if you do think that you'd like to be a part of our Fartlek family, if you do think that this inane rambling that we get to is something that fits in line with your sense of humour, with your personality, with what you're looking for in Palace, then please do not feel afraid. Do not feel restricted. Do not feel judged for coming forward, dropping us a DM and coming and have a chat with us. We've got a WhatsApp group, 100 strong. All they do is talk about Wordle, but it's quite good. <laughs> 
We've got a newsletter. We've got meetups. We've got park run cups. We've got race events. We've got so much stuff. Charity football matches. We're supporting two great charities this year as well. And we would love you to be a part of our community. It's free. There's no expectations. There's no requirements. We just want you to come along and be happy. Because at the end of the day, if you're not happy, I'm not happy. So just if you fancy it, drop us a message and we'll be straight back in touch. Anything else you want to add this week, my fine four foot friend? Uh, no, I think you covered it all there perfectly. Thanks, mate. It's a good job I did as well, isn't it? Because I, God, <laughs> yeah. God forbid if that was left to you. Um, so nothing left for me to say apart from me. Your runs, as always, continue to be wonderful. Please do remember to be excellent to each other, pertinently and, and, and probably in line with what I've just been saying. Be kind or just be quiet and go away, frankly. And we love you very, very much. We will see you on the flip-flop for another great episode with Mr. Josh Birch. Say goodbye, Matthew. Goodbye, Matthew. Peace. Can I, can I have a bath now? Uh, are you, are you well? Are you well? I'm hoping that was bath water and not toilet. Well, I, I, yeah, I'm not hung like a horse, though. No, no, <laughs> no it wasn't. Are you saying it wasn't your penis dropping into the toilet bowl? It wasn't. No, it's, 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 just roll the titles. Uh, you've not cacaed yet. Caca! Old seagull knob. <laughs>